0: Well, I'm excited to start a new sermon series with you guys tonight. And we're going to be in this for three weeks. They're handing out the handout right now. And you will need that and a pen. So go ahead and grab it. We are starting part number one tonight of Fear Factor. Everybody say, Fear Factor. So, we're going to be talking about fear and all that relates to the topic of fear. We're going to be looking at some various different things in regards to fear. We talk about real fear, perceived fear, eternal fear, all these different fears. And in all of that, I believe we're going to have some fun. So, I hope that you guys are ready to have some fun. We will also go deep. We want to make you guys think and process through some fears because fear and fears are real, right? Wouldn't you guys agree that everybody in here has some kind of a fear? Would you guys agree with that? How many of you guys have at least one fear in your life that you can honestly say, I got one fear? All right, the rest of you guys, you're not paying attention or you're lying, because we all have at least one fear. We have many. As a matter of fact, if you're really honest, you got a bunch of different fears that you have in your life, because fear is real, and real fear can really mess you up, can it? I if give you a statement as we get started, and the statement is, and the music should be playing, the statement is, what we fear or not fear, or who we fear or not fear, can completely change how we live our lives. Let me read that again, just in case it went over your head. What we fear or not fear, or who we fear or not fear, can completely change how we live our lives. Does that make sense to you guys? Because fears can literally determine the way that we react and act. And so depending on what kind of fears you have in your life, you may act a certain way. And if you fear certain people, like for example in school if there's a bully or something, you will act a certain way, you will walk away from that person because you're afraid of them. So fear literally has the power to change your life, not just to change your life, but to really control and even shackle you. So fear is something that needs to be dealt with. So we're going to start talking about fear factor. As a matter of fact, fear doesn't just have the power to control and destroy your life, it actually can control and destroy everybody else's life around you as well. Do you guys know that? Your fear actually has the power to destroy someone else's life. And if you don't believe me, let's watch a clip to illustrate that. Gibberish of an insane person. Now here you saw that obviously Chicken Little's fear literally did not just destroy one person's life, but an entire city. Obviously, it's just kind of to have some fun with it. But literally, your fear has the power to not just destroy your own life, but literally everybody else's life around you. Now, the fact is, as we already stated, everyone has fears. Since we all have fears, I thought it would be fun to find out who has what kind of fear. So I want you to take about 30 seconds to 60 seconds and write out your top three fears that you have in your life. There's three spots on your handout, and I want you to just write them out, your top three fears. And then the second, I want to hear your top three fears. So we're going to put the mic in some of you guys' faces and listen and see what everybody is so afraid of. Yes, I mean, you you want it to be somewhat serious. Like, literally, like, honestly, what are your top three fears? It's like, oh, no, now we're going deep. Yeah. (laughs) What are your top three fears? What are you afraid of? What makes you have nightmares at night? What makes you wake up and sweat? I don't know. What is it? What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of Hannah? What are you afraid of? Everybody got something? Jennifer's ready. All right. All right. Whoever has three, raise your hand. Let's hear what you are afraid of and you are not afraid to share. Okay, My three fears are spiders, snakes, and my brother for personal reasons. All right. My brother for personal reasons. All right. Good. Yeah, I had brothers, I understand. Mana uh, heights, getting burned alive, getting buried alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's kind of okay. scary. Okay, hold on, I want to hear this. Um, failure, dark enclosed spaces, and pelicans. Okay, pelicans. did she say pelicans? Pelicans, she said pelicans. Did you, you have a, a, an experience with a pelican before? I had a bad Oh, okay, experience. that makes sense, okay. Spiders, car crashes, and the sky falling. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. shall call you Chicken Little. Uh, attacks at night, stabbing, and falling from heights. Oh, man, you guys are getting serious. You guys are getting serious. They watch too much movies, man. Okay, being lonely, cockroaches, and speaking in public. Okay. No, I got you on the cockroaches. Yeah. You ever seen a Madagascan hissing roach? The size of my palm. No, when you watch MIB, man, that was over with cockroaches after that. The ocean, demons, and death. Okay. The ocean. Uh, no! No! <laughs> Spiders, ugly people, and snakes. Ugly people? We will just leave that one. Yeah, one more. That's... I would love to hear from one of our leaders and see what they're afraid of. Good. Bugs, especially cockroaches, okay, uh, getting in trouble, and I fear the Lord mostly. Okay, that's That's good. good. You want to take another leader? All right, we got one more over there. Heights, Brussels sprouts, (laughs) and the dentist. The dentist. dentist. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kelly, you want to go too? Oh yeah, Mr. Campbell. All right, one last leader. Heights is fine, but I put skydiving specifically, but in uh, okay. and, and the fear of friends and family dying in sin. Mm. Okay. Wow. So we all obviously have fears. And a lot of our fears are literally, they're legitimate fears, they're there for a reason. Fear in the dictionary is defined as this, an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. To be afraid of someone or something as likely to be dangerous, painful or threatening. So when we look at these definitions of um, fear. It seems to me that fear usually is caused by something threatening us, something being painful, or something being dangerous, and then we are afraid of it, like cockroaches that are really not dangerous, but we're still afraid of them nonetheless. So why do we fear so many things? You guys ever thought about that? Because when you came out of your mother's womb, you you had no fears whatsoever. As a matter of fact, for the first couple of years, babies don't really have any fears. Now, they get scared, I know that, when you kind of jump up on them or something, they kind of start crying. But there's really no fear in a baby. Fear is something that we learn. We learn to be afraid. Have you ever thought about that? Every fear that you have in your life is there for a reason, and usually it's a learned fear. Something happened in your life, and then all of a sudden you became afraid of something that you used to be not afraid of. All of you guys have at at least one fear in your life that at one point this wasn't a big deal. And something happened, and now all of a sudden it is a big deal. So what causes us to have fear? I think there's three reasons, and I'm sure there's more. But I want to give you three reasons that cause us to have fear in our lives. Number one is past experiences. Past experiences will cause us to have fear. We all have had experiences in our lives that something happened, and then because of what happened, we now have a fear of that specific thing. For example... Maybe you have failed on a final before. And now you have fear that every time you have a final coming up, that you will fail once again. Maybe you have lost a friendship. Fear. Do what? Everyone has that fear. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. No, I don't know. Okay. Some, some people, like Pastor Tony does not have that fear. He aces every test, but we won't go there. So maybe you have a fear of losing a friendship. You've lost a friendship before, and now you're afraid it will happen again. And, and maybe because of your fear, it actually does happen again. Maybe you have a fear of you not being understood. There's a lot of you guys that have a fear of, you know what, no one understands me and I'm afraid that no one ever will understand me. Some of you guys may have a fear of never getting married or you have a fear of getting married and then what happens when you're married? I don't know what it is, what kind of fear you have. Some of you guys, you have a fear of not making it on a team, basketball team, you know, football team, whatever it is. You're afraid because last year you didn't make it, so you're afraid now because of a past experience that you won't make it once again. Maybe you're afraid to get another car accident because you've been in one and now you're afraid to get into another. We all have experiences of the past, and those experiences, guys, they define us, and they literally place fear in our lives. I have many experiences in my life that have literally caused me to be fearful in certain areas of my life. I remember once, um, how many of you guys have flown before? You guys like flying? See, I used to love flying. I used to love going up, and, and I just thought it was cool and it was great, but see, I was on a flight once to Canada, and uh, we had some rough weather going on, and I was sitting at the window seat, and we had lightning going on and different things like that. And you know, I just decided I'm going to watch what was happening outside instead of just closing the window like every normal person would. I looked outside, and there was lightning and things going on. It was a little shaky. And then all of a sudden, next to me, and I'm sitting like, at the window and I have you know the literally I see everything on the plane out there and then just lightning didn't strike the plane but literally right next to us and because of that our plane went woof, just for a second and it was enough for me that my stomach just turned. have you ever been on an airplane and it drops yeah. it's not like a roller coaster where you know you're gonna be okay it's one of those like if we're going down we're going down and it's over man I mean my stomach turned it was not cool and since then I've always been afraid of flying I had an experience, and it caused me to have fear. Before that, flying was fine. But after that, flying was not so cool anymore. It went to the point that literally every time I'm on a plane, I'm like, God, please, please don't let this happen again. And then I figured out, this is stupid. I can't let this control me. And so I came up with this prayer. And my prayer every time I fly, still to this day, is, okay, God, we're going to do this together. I'm ready to die. If you want to take me home, take me home. Amen, we're good to go. Literally, that's what I pray something along those lines of i'm ready to die god if this is it this is it and then i'm fine but if i don't pray that prayer i'll be thinking about dying the entire time so now i know i could die and i'm good so it's just you just have to overcome your fear another one uh, of a fear of of a past experience last year my wife and i went through some tragic uh, tragic stuff and uh, you guys know this we lost our son noah levi and uh, he you know we went to the doctor and we found out that his heartbeat was not there anymore and so She had to deliver the baby, and and we lost our son 18 weeks into the pregnancy. And so, you know, when you have these kind of experiences, and I know you may not be totally able to relate to this, but when you have this kind of stuff, you will think about it. Will it happen again? what's going to happen next time? Can we get pregnant again? If we do get pregnant, will this happen again? And so you have to kind of wrestle with that and think through and say, okay, God, will I let this fear control me? Or will I say, God, no matter what, I trust in you, and it's going to be okay? See, fear has the power to control us, and we have to break that fear over our lives. And I decided when it comes to that specific area in our lives and PMs in my lives, I was not going to let fear control me. As a matter of fact, I don't want any fear in any area of my life to control me. Fear will not control me. Amen? Amen. Now, I have an announcement to make, and it's a pretty exciting announcement. Actually, it's an announcement that my wife should be making because in regards to what we just talked about, we are pregnant. We are pregnant. So we're really excited. P.M. is pregnant. I'm not pregnant, obviously, so yeah, that's kind of clear, but but P.M. is and we're expecting uh, in September. So we're really, really excited. So uh, just wanted to let you guys know. But in all of this, let me tell you guys this. In all of this, we literally, we decided we were not going to be afraid. Some of you guys, you have some areas in your life where you have lots and lots of fear, and it's because of some past experiences. And I came here to tell you today, don't let past experiences um, create fear in your life and then slow you down or maybe even destroy you. Don't let fear control your life. Um, Another way that we have fear in our lives and the reason why or how it comes in our lives is that many of us, we have fear of the unknown. We just fear the unknown and because of that, we cripple ourselves. Fear of the unknown is believing in a potential outcome that is not yet determined or cannot be foreseen. You can't do anything about the future. Well, there's things that you can, but certain things will happen. It's, it's silly to be afraid of the unknown. There's a story that I came across about a king who was a very generous and righteous king, apparently, and, and any time someone in his kingdom was, uh, was seen as, you know, like they, they got caught by stealing or they were even maybe a murderer, the king put him in front of a couple of choices, and he would take the guy and say, hey, listen, I'm going to give you a couple of choices here, and it's up to you to choose what you want to do you have option number one, you will die by the rope. Option number two will cut your head off. Option number three, there is this creepy, dark metal door that you can walk through <laughs> and you can figure out what happens. And every single time, they picked option one and two. And one day, one of the guys, he figured, man, I'm going to die anyway, I'm going to ask. He said, well, you know what, I'm going to take the rope because I'm going to go that way. But it's not like that, I'm going to tell anybody. So Tell me, what is behind that door? And the king kind of smiled and said, you know what's funny? Um, Everybody always picks door one or two, but behind door three is actually freedom. And the thing is that we are sometimes so afraid of the unknown that we take stuff and just make stuff up. So don't let the unknown control you. Does that make sense to you guys? Number three, how we get fears in our lives is through stories and media. There's everyone in this room, you have at least one fear because someone told you some creepy story or you watched some creepy movie, right? Be honest. How many of you guys have watched some creepy movies? And how many of you guys, because of that movie, have a fear in your life? I can tell you, i watched a movie on spiders. So I'll tell you all about this next week. It ruined me forever. I hated spiders because of that movie. Movies... Are creepy sometimes and sometimes even people telling you stories can affect you but really this shouldn't be that big of a deal we have fears that really shouldn't be fears I mean look at this picture for example really is this so scary a graveyard no. some of you guys you're afraid of graveyards why I've been in graveyards many times and in, in my hometown where I grew up we would walk through the graveyard not a big deal guess what we never had one ghost come out you know nope, nothing happened Now we may have scared each other, you know, because that's a great place to scare someone, but nothing happened. Graveyards are not scary. You guys don't believe me? They're really not. It's really not. Now, why are we afraid of graveyards? Because of the stories, right? Because of things you have heard. Another thing, um, keep just skip the next picture, and yeah, there you go. So that that's not that's not scary. Okay, it's a little big, so maybe it's a little scary. But spiders are not bad they're good we need spiders this is way blown up so obviously but spiders shouldn't be scary now again I told you I'll tell you my story about spiders next week but spiders really shouldn't be that big a deal how about this one right here snakes should not be scary but yet lots of people are really really scared about snakes there was a video on YouTube and and I wanted to show it to you guys but I couldn't cut it right anyway Um, and you may have seen it anyway, but it was a dog that they dressed up with a spider kind of thing on top of it. And literally what they did is they had this dog in like a subway underground kind of thing and they had, um, you know, just stuff everywhere looking like it was really creepy and then the dog would run out and people would (laughs) run away screaming and yelling. I love this kind of stuff, so I think it's awesome. Um, but literally, you know, actually they started all in an elevator and the guy was on there and the dog was just licking him, but it looked like the spider was eating him. So, I mean, like it was just, it was awesome. But what happened here? What happened is why, why were they afraid? We all know spiders aren't that big. We all know spiders don't run like that, but yet because of the movies that we watch, we think that is real and we completely freak out. This is a perfect example of fear, and fear being defined, at least for tonight, as false evidence appearing real. This is false evidence appearing real. There's a dog, not a spider, but we kind of made him look like he was a spider, and therefore people were afraid. Now, so what do we do when fear paralyzes us? Because some of us, we are so afraid and so fearful that it paralyzes in some areas of our lives. Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's go ahead and find out how we can deal with fear. How about we, this week, next week, and the following week, put on our very own show of Fear Factor and try to see whether some of you guys are afraid of certain things. How many of you guys have seen Fear Factor, or at least heard about it? (laughs) All right, so the question that we had right before we started this uh, section of our sermon, which, again, we will do one next week and one the following week, but it will be completely different. So next week will not be about food, but it will be different. But it will be about overcoming your fears. The question was, how, what do we do when we have fear that is paralyzing us? Which, again, is a great question. And I want to kind of answer that question by reading you a story, give you a couple of scripture verses, and then we're done for tonight. One day, on the plains of Africa, a young buffalo named Walter approached his dad and asked him if there was anything that he should be afraid of. Only lions, my son, his dad responded. Oh yes, I've heard about lions. If I ever see one, I'll turn and run as fast as I can, said Walter. No, that's the worst thing you can do, said the large male. Why? They are scary, and they will try to kill me. The dad smiled and explained, Walter, if you run away, the lions will chase you, and they will catch you. And when they do, they will jump on your unprotected back, and they will bring you down. So what should I do, asked Walter, if you ever see a lion? Stand your ground to show him that you're not afraid. If he doesn't move away, show him your sharp horns and stomp the ground with your hooves. If that doesn't work, move slowly towards him. And if that doesn't work, charge him to hit him with everything you got. That's crazy. I'll be too scared to do that. What if he attacks me back, said the startled young buffalo. Look around, Walter. What do you see? Walter looked around at the rest of the herd, and there were about 200 massive beasts, all armed with sharp horns and huge shoulders. If ever you are afraid, know that we are here. If you panic and run from your fears, we can't save you. But if you charge towards them, we'll be right behind you. The young buffalo breathed deeply and nodded. Thanks, Dad. I think I understand. What did the buffalo do? The young buffalo, to overcome fear, he had to charge towards the lion. And honestly, when it comes to fear, sometimes we have to take our fears head on. My fear with the plane, I just had to kind of deal with it. Any fear that you have in your life, you have to deal with it. If it doesn't, it will cripple you. So be careful to not let fear control you. Don't let it paralyze you. Paul said it like this to his young protege, Timothy, in 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I don't know whether you caught this, but it literally says a spirit of fear. In other words, if we look at this a little more carefully, that would mean that fear is associated with the spirit and that it can be a demonic influence over our lives that a demon can come to us and literally cause us to be fearful is it is that not what it says right there and then God says but I have given you a, a power and of love and of a sound mind can we as Christians walk completely without fear can we as people walk without fear is it possible to not have any kind of fear in your life it's a good question isn't it well let's find out what the answer is as we close out in first John 418 the apostle john says this there is no fear in love but perfect fear but perfect love cast out all fear what is the apostle john saying here he's saying that if you are afraid and full of fear that perfect fear will cast it out and then the question is what is perfect perfect love what is perfect love and really the question should be not what but who is perfect love. And John actually answers that question 10 verses prior to this one right here in 1 John 4, verse 8. It says this right there. He who does not love does not know God for God is love. Everybody say, God is love. love. If God is love, that means he is the perfect love and God can cast out all fear. In other words, the only way that you and me can live a life without fear is if we are sons and daughters of Christ. It's the only way. If you don't have Jesus in your heart, there's no way that you can live a life without fear. But if you do, you can overcome fear because perfect love, Jesus, casts out all fear. Is that not what the Bible just told us? I believe that. I believe that we can do that and that God can do that in us. I came to tell you one thing. Fear factor, part number one, this is the main thing that I want you guys to get out of this. I believe God is saying this to some of you. You are walking in some fear. And if fear is not watched, it can go into anxiety, it can go into depression, and then even suicidal thoughts. So fear is a dangerous thing. And here's what God is saying to you. In your situation that you're in right now, where you may be walking full of fear and where stuff is going on, here's what he says, Isaiah 41 verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. See, fear is a liar. And fear wants you to be afraid and have stuff that is controlling you. And God is saying here, fear not, I'm with you. If you guys can close your eyes for a moment. I believe there's some of you guys here tonight that you have some things in your life and you have some fears. Some of you guys shared some of your fears earlier, and I know a lot of them were kind of funny, but there's probably a few in here that you have some fears that you didn't put on there because you didn't want other people to know and it could be any kind of fear, and that fear is kind of crippling you a little bit, paralyzing you, and if you are honest tonight, you would say, man, I want that out of my life. How do you get it out? Perfect love. Jesus Christ will cast out all fear. So if that's you, if you have some fear and you're saying, God, I want this out, I don't want to be crippled by this anymore, would you put your hand up high so I can pray over you if that's you? Good. Awesome. Leave him up high. Leave him up high. Let me pray over you guys. I'm going to pray, and as I'm praying, I'm going to ask the leaders to just come. Nobody else is looking around. Leaders, you can just stand up and just kind of lay hands on them really quick, just a quick point of contact to pray over them. Heavenly Father, we thank you for those young students that are raising their hands, and Father, we uh, put all these fears at the cross. We will not be afraid, and Jesus, we ask right now that you would come in our lives and that you would literally transform them. Perfect love that casts out all fear lives that are touched and changed right now, transformed, deliverance taking place right now in the name of Jesus. As our leaders are touching you, may the Holy Spirit touch you.